fact that this is happening, but perhaps this is a wake-up call that when we talk about um, taking up your cross, when we talk about sacrifice, this is not just a hypothetical for many of our brothers and sisters around the world. Right now in the Middle East, I mean, check out our Facebook page, the Village Facebook. We link to an article that talks about the persecution going on right now. And these are not just random people who look a little different. These are brothers and sisters who are literally, for the sake of their faith in following Jesus, having to have homes taken away, lives, health, finances, because they're choosing to follow Jesus. So when we talk about baptism here, I wanted to read um, a portion of Scripture. I think we actually have it up on the screen. This is from Romans chapter 6. Where the Apostle Paul writes in starting verse 3, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. And as we think about that then, um, it reminds us baptism, I mean, it's, it's a joyful moment, but it's signifying that we've died to ourself. We've died to living for ourselves. Our lives now belong to God. And what that might mean is, we stop asking questions like, how is this going to impact me? Or, you know what, I've got a lot of stuff going on, so I can't go to that. Or I'm a little tight, I can't beat. And we start to ask, what does this mean for how I glorify God in my life? What does it mean that I die to myself? And that's what we see in baptism. Literally, it's, it's, it's um, not literally, I mean, it's figurative. It's showing a symbol of going into the water and dying to self, dying to sin, and being raised as Christ himself was raised. And that's what we're going to be celebrating in a sense with some brothers and sisters this morning but I want us to keep that in mind that this is finding life but in the Christian economy life comes through death but it's worth it and if you know how it's worth it you have to ask yourself why are these men and women halfway across the world why are they willing to give up their lives why are they willing to have their children suffer why are they willing to have home and work and economy be taken away? Because for them, they hear these things that it's dying to yourself, and it's, they literally take that to mean you died yourself. My life is no longer mine. It belongs to God. And it's not just sacrifice. What that's saying is how precious must this Jesus be that they are willing to do that? And for you and I, how precious, and that's our goal for you, not to just learn how to sacrifice. It's for you to learn how precious Jesus is so that nothing else is worth comparing to the greatness of knowing him. Amen? So that's what we're celebrating at baptism today. I'm going to invite all those who are getting baptized, just come up to the front pew here. And what we do is we give each of these guys a chance to just briefly share a little bit about how Christ has worked in their life. So as you come up, I'm going to ask uh, Kenny... Um, Kenny Grimm first, if you can come up and join me. Let's give him a hand as they come up individually, Kenny. Um, yeah, maybe you can just share briefly with us. How, how was your life different before meeting Jesus? Um, you know, I, I grew up in Hamden and uh, actually across the tracks at Woodbury. And 
I've like uh, suffered from addiction for like 35 years. And, uh, you know, I've been trying to get this thing, but like as soon as I keep my, you know, take my eye off uh, my Lord and Savior, you know, I'm just doing the wrong thing again. Um, and, and that's just not the only thing, you know. You know, we all do, we all sin, you know. And even after today, I'm sure I'll, I'll be sinning again. <laughs> so uh, I'm just praying that it gets better. Maybe, um, may, yeah, maybe you could share. One of, what's one way that you found hope in Christ? How has he changed your life positively? Maybe you could share some of the hope that you found because of this transformation. Well, actually, um, September 23rd last year, I went into a um, program, and I'm coming up on a year clean. And, and like, today, I, I just try to take myself out of the picture, and actually, like, I was told to, like, try to help someone every day. You know, no matter what, you know, if it's, you know, a guy hungry or if it's a guy that needs a drink because, you know, maybe one day he might get this thing like I'm trying to do. Thanks, Kenny. Sonian, why don't you come up? Yeah, maybe in the same way you can share. How How is your life different before you met Jesus? Um, yeah. I'm not that good in um, public speaking, especially in English, but uh, um, I've always working hard um, to achieve something better than um, the present myself. Um, I've worked hard to get um, good grades, uh, to be a good student, and even to be a good doctor. I'm a doctor in Taiwan, and I've always pressing myself to be better than myself kind of like um, I, I always knew that um, there's something lacking so that's probably why I uh, always pursuing um, something higher than myself that makes me very tired um, last year I met my wife um, who um, led me to start to reading uh, to read Bibles and um, um, I'm getting thinking about this um, belief, Christian belief. And I feel that's quite amazing that, um, you know, um, God let his son die for us even before we knew that we sing. So uh, I think that's quite amazing. And uh, um, I start to pray. I start to, um, you know, Read some, read some books about um, um, God's teaching, and um, I feel um, more secured. Um, I mean, before this, I always, I oftentimes feel insecure, but uh, now, even though I, I'm still pressing myself, I still work, trying to work harder to, you know, achieve something that I want. But uh, now I feel more sec- secure. You know, um, it's just something uh, very deep. I, I cannot, you know, describe it. 
prepared. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I think you described it really well. Yeah, it's encouraging. Thank you. Okay. Kenny and Chantrice, why don't you ask? Uh, you guys can come up together here. Um, maybe yeah, same way. How's how's your life? How was your life different before you met Jesus, and how's he made a difference in your life? been different since I met before I met Christ because I was um, struggling on drugs for a very, very long time. For a very long time and it almost cost me my life whereas then I was out there doing some really bad things just to get what I needed, you know, which was my medicine at the time and I almost got killed, you know, so it was it was really hard. It was really a struggle and every day is still a struggle to try to do the right thing and try to stay clean, but I take it one day at a time. So that's how, you know, it used to be for me, but it's a whole lot better now, a whole lot better, a whole lot better. Well, I'm not used, I'm not good at speaking in front of people, but I'll give you my best, but I've been through a lot, and hopefully I'm serving God now, and, then, and I'll get better through it. Thank you. You guys can make a seat. Chris, come on. Yeah, share with us how Jesus has made a difference in your life. Well, um, like Candy, I, I had I had an addic- an addiction. I had an addiction to alcohol, and I struggled for a long time to uh, clean myself up. But with uh, but with the help of the Lord. God and Jesus Christ, I I was able to uh, get myself into recovery. I've, I only got two and a half months sober, but um, it's been the best two and a half months of my life, and I've been praying constantly to uh, Jesus Christ to forgive me for my sins, which I've committed a lot of in the past. Um, and I'm getting baptized today because I want to turn over a new leaf and uh, live a new life in the sight of God. And... Uh, Erase my erase my past sins of my past, and get a fresh and get a fresh start. Good stuff. Good. So praise God. Um, hey Chris, why don't you step here, bro? Um, yeah, I mean one thing, and I, I think as you guys observe this, it's it's the wonder of the gospel that the gospel, the good news of Jesus, is available to all of us, regardless of uh, what we look like, where we're from, whether our sin has been that. It's been like that train wreck type of sin, like life is about to be over type of sin, or more of sin of trying to work hard to achieve our righteousness. But it all leads to the same place, death. But that in Jesus Christ has found hope, and that's what we get to see here. So I'm going to ask you guys all come up here, join me. I'm going to ask our elders to come up as well. We just want to pray for you for a second before we go into the baptistry. And can I ask the rest of you, join us in praying, just lay up, just reach out a hand as if you're touching them with your own hand here. Let's pray for them right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these uh, men and women, Lord, who are just choosing to declare their faith publicly. And in a world where we're taught that you keep your faith to yourself, it's a private thing. It doesn't involve anyone else. Your, your word says something else, Lord, that this is meant to be a public exercise And for many of our brothers and sisters, and we pray for them right now, that in declaring your faith publicly, it might even be death or harm. 
but this is not meant to be kept to ourselves. And I pray for the courage of these, these guys here as they stand before their church saying that Christ has changed their lives, that though they were in their sin and dead and had no hope, you reached down and you rescued them. You rescued them from addictions, from violence, from family issues, from abuse, from perfectionism, from studying hard, from success. You've rescued from all of these things so that we would know something greater, Christ himself. And I pray that you would be made famous in in these men and women's transformations and, and walk with them, Lord. We know that this is a spiritual fight. And even in publicly declaring their faith, there will be lies that they're all done. There's nothing else to do. Don't worry about it or, or to fall into despair when they are confronted with their sin. So protect them, Lord. Put your seal upon them that this baptism, it's not magical in itself, but it's a sign, Lord, of your seal upon our lives that no one will take your children away from you. So, Lord, may they hold on to not being stronger, but they would hold on to the one who's already strong. God himself. So we thank you, Lord, for the chance to share in this moment. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, let's go to the back.